Well, welcome back to our weekly podcast, Design and Destiny, where we're aligning with a power movement of God as we embrace how to grow, how to flourish, how to live deeply in God's purposes for our lives so that we can more fully release God's power and glory in the world. And if you're new to the Destiny Makers community, well, we we wish you a, a special welcome. We offer a special welcome to you. And if you like what you hear, consider subscribing to our weekly podcast. And check us out at destinymakers.org to see what we're about and the resources that we have to offer. Well, on today's podcast, uh, I'd like to do something a little special. Uh, a few weeks back, I was invited to speak and deliver a message uh, to a group of individuals. And the topic was around honoring life, cherishing life, celebrating life. And so I couldn't think of any better message to leave on this week's podcast, just days before celebrating Christmas, than this message that I'd want to give you today, because in fact, there's no greater miracle, no greater event of life recorded than the life of Christ our Savior, the Son of God, born to Mary. And so I want to read a familiar passage to you to start. It's from uh, the NIV version of the Bible. It's Luke's story of the birth of Jesus foretold, and I'm going to be reading chapter 1, verses 26 through 38, and the scripture are as follows. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Well, Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting might this be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she, who was said to be barren, is in her sixth month. For nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. And then the angel left her. I don't know, friend, if you've ever thought about this, but it's really so amazing because what was true of Mary, that holy thing that should be born of thee shall be called the Son of God, what was, what was true of Mary is also true of us. Think about it. Like Mary having the spirit of holiness come upon her, God's Holy Spirit of mercy and grace at the time of our salvation, your salvation, enveloped you and quietly called out to you 
and you responded as Mary did in surrender or yieldedness to God's invitation. Mary nurtured the physical word of God made flesh, Jesus Christ. But do you know the scriptures tell us that the life of Christ has also been born in us? It is a covenant invitation into nurturing and stewarding the very source of life, Jesus Christ, within us. Listen to Galatians 2.20. It says, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. Or John 14.20. This is Jesus speaking. You realize that I am in the Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Or 1 Corinthians 6.19. This is the Apostle Paul writing to the Corinthians, and he says, Don't you know your body is a temple? Or we might think of that as a tabernacle or the dwelling place. He says, Don't you know your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit which is in you? Or Ephesians 3, verses 17 to 19. Again, Paul writing to the Ephesians. He says, I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this and the word there know is is not an intellectual knowing it's an intimate knowing and to know this love that surpasses knowledge and listen to this part that you may be filled filled to the measure of all the fullness of God Meditate on that for a week. I mean, how do we grasp that? What does that even mean or look like? It's an amazing statement that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. How do we even contain that? See, Mary had the physical life of God, the physical word growing in her. But we've been given the resurrected, eternal, glorified, active word of God, life of God in us. In Luke 17, verses 20 to 21, the Pharisees are asking Jesus about when the kingdom of God will appear. And Jesus' response was this, the kingdom does not come with observation, he said. In other words, sort of this passive waiting, something outside of ourselves, something that will happen to us. Jesus said, no, the kingdom of God does not come with observation because the kingdom of God is within you. My friend, what God has poured into us is not just for our peace and comfort and contentment and happiness. The Son of God has been born into you and me. The Son of God has been born into you, which then you carry into every circumstance in which you you go and move and enter. In other words, you bring the measure of all the fullness of God. There's nothing more that you need. In fact, the scriptures confirm this, Second Peter, Chapter 1, verses 3 and 4 says this, His divine power has given us everything, has given us everything, not can or will or perhaps someday. It already has occurred. It says His divine power has given us everything we need for life 
and godliness, so that through them, these gifts, you may participate in the divine nature. From the Amplified Version of the Bible, uh, this is Paul speaking to the Galatians. Galatians 4.19, Paul writes, My little children, for whom I am again in the pains of labor until Christ is completely and permanently formed within you. So, my friend, here's my question this week. As you are thinking and preparing your hearts and your homes to celebrate Christmas, to celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, how are you nurturing the life of Christ in you? Let me say it again and jot it down. How are you nurturing the life of Christ in you so that he may be fully formed in you? God was speaking to Joshua, if you remember, in Joshua uh, chapter 1. And he tells Joshua not to fear. He says in verse 1-3, Every place the sole of your foot treads, I have given you. And my friend, that's the same for us. We carry the life of Christ within us and every place the sole of our foot treads, God has given us. In other words, we are called to reclaim what Satan has stolen in this world and in our lives and in the lives of those around us. And what if we, in faith and conscious awareness, walked into situations with such zeal and fullness of life and overflowing Holy Spirit influence that we just naturally changed the circumstances rather than having the circumstances change us. It's not our power or the strength of our faith, but Christ being birthed into our circumstances. And some of you mamas know this, sometimes birthing gets painful and messy. It doesn't always feel like we think it's going to feel or look like it's, you know, we think it's going to look. It's not always going to be polished and pretty and polite. Well, back to our, our, our scripture passages in Luke, you know, Mary doesn't understand. Okay, so, but how does this happen? How might this happen to her? And the angel says, begins to explain to Mary that even her aunt Elizabeth is going to be bearing a child in her old age. And the angel says in verse 37, nothing, nothing is impossible with God. Nothing. In other words, the word is no thing. In the Hebrew, that word is no rema, R-H-E-M-A. It means the word or utterance which the Lord has spoken, and now he speaks it again. Let me just say that again. That word, no thing, no rema, is in the Hebrew means utterance, which the Lord has spoken, and now he speaks it again. Or as I heard a pastor uh, define it, no freshly word, a freshly spoken word of God is impossible no freshly spoken word or no word that the Lord has spoken and now he speaks again is impossible with God. And Mary's response in verse 38 was, I'm the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. Mary's response was in faith to nurture 
the growing life of Christ in her until the measure of the fullness of God was ready to be birthed into this world. And so my question for you is this, what's God's freshly spoken word to you that you are to nurture? and birth in the fullness of time. Do you know each morning is a fresh opportunity for you and for me to sit quietly and just place our affections upon God, not coming in a place of need and, and, and you know, prayer. There's certainly a time for that, but just to sit quietly to place our affections upon Him and let him overshadow us with his love and speak to us about his thoughts and his dreams and his love and his intentions. He desires to do that, my friend, with you every day. So what is his freshly spoken word to you this day, this season? And how will you nurture that word, the life of Christ, in you? Where perhaps or what have you perhaps been called into where maybe you've hesitated in saying, oh, um, you know, I don't know if I could say like Mary said, I am your daughter, I'm your son, may it be to me as you've said, because that freshly spoken word might have seemed impossible. You know, perhaps you may have said, did God really say that? Or, you know, I don't know, I'm too old, I'm not qualified, that's too hard for me or, or whatever. What is the freshly spoken word? And could you, like Mary, in faith, say, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. My friend, in this glorious week to remember and celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I pray that the Holy Spirit would overshadow you, overshadow your family, and dwell in you and bring to life in you the very life of Christ, that you would nurture and steward that life until the fullness of the measure of God is birthed from you. Merry Christmas.